Hello, everybody. Welcome to this uh, episode of the Lazy People podcast. This is me, Errol Baikal, with my co-host, Medzian. Today, we have our very first guest on the show, Jasper Briers, who owns a product company called MyFact, uh, which helps people to create invoices and follow up invoices easily in the cloud. Uh, before we get into that, Jasper, can you please uh, introduce yourself? Uh, hello, uh, thanks for having me uh, on the show. I'm uh, Jasper, I'm the editor owner of uh, MyFacts, an uh, invoicing application for uh, small to medium-sized uh, businesses. Uh, and uh, I'm very pleased to have uh, to, that you have me on the show today. Uh, you're very welcome. So, um, Jasper, before you before we go into the whole my fact and product thing, I just want to talk about your history um, because uh, you you came up from a background in sales in the telecoms. Um, you didn't you weren't like uh, you taught uh, development in a in a, a formal way. Yet you you learned yourself how to develop and you you went on to, to develop my fact the application yourself before turning it into a product etc. Could you? Um, uh, tell us more about that process. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I uh, started out uh, just in school by uh, by uh, with HTML and uh, CSS. Uh, some uh, development uh, I did uh, for myself, and eventually I got some uh, companies who wanted uh, some websites, and uh, I started building that uh, while I was at school. Uh, I'm uh, a bit of a school dropout. I didn't have any, of, I did not get any certification. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, did this put you in the same? This is like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. I, I'm not sure <laughs> you could compare me to uh, to those guys, uh, but uh, in 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 some uh, in some way, uh, indeed. Um, yeah, but after I, I got from school, I, I just ended up in working in, in factories, uh, chocolate factory, uh, etc. So uh, I did not like it very much there. Uh, but I got a chance to, to work in, uh, in a telecom uh, company. Um, just by chance, I, I met somebody at a bar. He asked, what do you do? And I said, I'm a programmer. At that time, I, I did not, not have the skills to program. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but sure, he, he believed me and uh, he hired me uh, as a programmer. Um, but yeah, actually, the first day uh, I learned it was about uh, PHP. So uh, after my first day, I go to the library and read, uh, got the book How to Start with PHP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it did not work very well, the programming uh, in, in the first place. So after one week, uh, my boss said, okay, uh, the, the programming, it's not, not uh, what we expect. I said, okay, uh, I understand. But uh, because yeah, I, I sold myself uh, very good, uh, apparently, uh, he uh, did uh, yeah, place me in the shop as a, as a salesman. And uh, I worked there for five years, so uh, it, it went very well from there. So um, you are working at the Proximus shop. Yes, it, uh, um, which is, yeah, yeah, and you were selling uh, subscriptions and devices to customers, yeah. but at the same time, if I'm not mistaken, uh, back from your school days, before you dropped out, 
you are interested in technology and web technology and you are already building small websites for customers uh, you know people who approach you say can you build me like a static html website yes. you are you are doing this type of thing right yeah right so how how did you jump from um um working in sales at a proximus shop selling device and subscriptions to to customers to uh building an invoicing software which you you wrote like you programmed it right because yes. you told me oh it was php um and i didn't know anything about php i had to literally go to to a library to yes. have a book on php <laughs> to within a few years you had a product you had people paying you to to use this the software or Am I seeing it wrong? Uh, so uh, actually, I got uh, I, I had some clients for uh, for websites, and one of my clients asked me uh, to to look for a software where he could. Uh, his wife, he did she did the uh, administration at home. He had uh, like a, a car shop uh, for working on the cars, and while he was uh, on that other location at uh, working at cars, he needed to see the history. On that uh, on the cars, so he always had to call his wife, uh, look in my uh, map and see which invoices I already made for this client. Uh, she then uh, go through all the invoices, and after a half hour, she called back. Okay, I find one. Uh, you did uh, that uh, one year ago, uh, and he said, okay, we need a solution that that could work at both locations. Uh, and at that time, cloud software was not yet a big thing. We did. What, what time are you talking about? Uh, Can you put, uh, like a, number, a year on it? Uh, it's 2010, 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, I say, okay, I can't find any good solution, so we have to build it ourselves. And I just started to build it uh, for this client, but I already knew it, it had potential for, for many other businesses. Um, so that was the start of my fact uh, with uh, two clients that were already client with the website uh, and then uh, they also uh, started with my fact that's all wow. that's it's, all the, it's, it's the classic uh, it's the classic um, it's a mid definition of a developer and a developer yes. is someone to simply find yeah. solutions you don't have to know yes. what technology you're going to use right now but simply say look I have to solve an issue. I have to bring a solution to, to someone and just having the, that vision. And the beauty of it is that, and I say this all the time, by the way, if you have, if there's a necessity or there's a, an opportunity somewhere, you can be sure that that same question has been asked by hundreds of other people and they all await an answer for that. So if something either it exists or a lot of people are waiting for it to exist. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, that's great. Um, it's like, again, it's a classic um, classic story for a developer, in my opinion. I, I mean, everyone yeah. is unique, but uh, to me, it, uh, they all have that same pattern. It was only at, at that time, I, I thought I, I had a big market of, uh, of uh, businesses who can uh, uh, enjoy uh, my solution. But I saw at that time that the market was not ready to implement cloud solutions. I, I go to the market, I go to, to many businesses, and they all say to me, uh, it's, it's on the internet, my invoice. No, no, I don't want my invoices on the internet. And I could explain everything about the security and, and, and uh, that everything is only for, for them. But uh, once I, I say cloud or internet, it was, oh, no, no, I don't want it. 
I say, okay, you have a computer which is not connected to the internet then to, to make your invoices. Yeah, it's connected to the internet, but my invoices are not on the internet. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was always a discussion. And in the beginning, I, it was very hard to market the solution uh, to, to have many new clients. In the beginning, it, it was very slow. Did, but times have changed, right? Time. Um, because wh while we were while we were trying to start recording this, you literally uh, somebody called you, yeah. and you probably saw them a subscription in like five minutes. Like uh, Med and I, we both witnessed this <laughs> live. Um, so things have changed to the point that instead of you going to people and having to explain cloud, now uh, we 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 sort of have the opportunity to listen in on this call of the, of this potential customers. Like. Oh, and it's activated immediately. It's online. Oh, yeah, awesome. Uh, so, in in, the, in these past decades, so the the, the, the mindset of, of your customers has changed. Then uh, it has really changed. Uh, I think it's a, a big uh, big thing that now everybody does uh, the is uh, is of banking on the internet. They are used to have financial information or financial transactions to do on the internet that it can be safe that they have. Uh, the environment just for them and not for everybody. And today it's normal to use uh, much more in the cloud or on internet uh, than uh, back in the days where you had your own application and you have to install everything. Uh, that really changed. Uh, and thanks to other application and other uh, businesses that go to the client, it's also for our, our uh, potential, uh, for our clients that it's uh, they see, okay, in the cloud, it's it's going to be okay. Well, if, if I may step back again to that moment when people did not accept the cloud solution that you had, did you not think, let me make something local to them uh, that would simply run on one machine or uh, your whole vision was not, no, that, that's not what you want to do. You want to focus on something uh, that solves for the, for the, for the long distance kind of. I always believed in, uh, in in the web application, and I knew that the market was not yet ready. I, I knew the moment would would come later, uh, and I knew everything was was shifting uh, to this to this point. Uh, I just was very early at uh, at going to the market, um, but uh, and eventually it it did uh, take over. Yeah. Um, yeah, Belgium, Belgium in general, in my opinion, um, it's a bit um, slower behind, uh, even compared to other um, European countries. Um, so some of these, uh, we could we could actually see what's coming by looking at, uh, I think, the US and, and other uh, countries who are a bit more um, uh, comfortable with adopting uh, uh, the web. Uh, now, now, like I think we adopted the web now, although in, it's so it's still growing here in in, uh, in Belgium. Um, but uh, I think we're even moving to stuff beyond. Uh, but everything now is yeah, everything is cloud. Huh? Um. Yes, I, I know. In Belgium, the market is a bit conservative. No. I already knew that while working in in the telecom, uh, when I had to to sell sell uh, subscriptions. Uh, People were not not always uh, ready to, to change their subscription. They were always very conservative, even if it was much cheaper at another provider. Uh, it, it's working, so so let me let me do it like I'm I'm used to. Uh, we need to to convince people sometimes that it's it's better 
to change, and that's not always easy in Belgium. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of selling subscriptions, um, <clears throat> now um, correct me if I'm wrong, but at this point in 2021, you basically own a, uh, a successful product company, and by successful, I mean you don't do anything else. This is your main source of income. Yes, it's my only source of income, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, how long did it take you to, uh, from from the inception of, of this idea, when the first seeds were planted like 10 years ago, to gaining financial independence through this, uh, or maybe that's that's the wrong, like, uh, to, to make it uh, profitable enough for you to quit everything else? Uh, I um, actually uh, stopped working in the telecom uh, a year and a half uh, ago. Uh, and at that point, I was already two to three years uh, working part-time in the telecom and part-time uh, my fact. So I think um, three to four years ago, it was somehow somewhat profitable, but yeah, it was also comfort to have uh, to have the certainty of, of the other job. It was a fixed income while uh, my my product, yeah, uh, it's not not that fixed. Eh? It could be uh, that uh, some months there were not many new clients, for example. Then it was a uh, a bit a uh, bit less. So I I waited a long time to go fully independent. Um, but uh, once I I made my my decision to go fully independent, I was able to to put more energy in finding new clients and from that uh, from that point i was really in the uh, it was really uh, uh, okay for uh, to go uh, only for my fact it was yeah, like yeah. two years ago i think yeah. okay so for so for the past two years yeah and before that there was a transition period of let's say around two to three years so yeah, um, yeah. Five years ago, maybe, or how long ago did you start uh, working on the on the MyFact? Uh, like the, the 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 first application that you made for the uh, person with the car shop was five years ago, or or a bit earlier than that? Uh, I started ten years ago, uh, two thousand and nine, uh, I think. And, okay. Uh, I started developing uh, like half two thousand and nine, uh, third quarter two thousand and nine. And uh, they uh, start using it from 2010. That was uh, okay. the first year I have uh, my first customers. So that's literally, it took you almost a decade to go from uh, an, a seed of an idea to now, like maybe less than a decade, like eight years later, you said, okay, I'm quitting my day job. I'm just working on, on this now because I feel confident enough that Although there will be some waves in in the, the subscriptions, I'm confident enough that I can keep my lifestyle that I have right now. Okay, but you did say that once you made the jump, once you made the transition from uh, working on this as a side project to a full project, you actually had more time to bring in new people. So uh, that paid off better than you thought. Uh, that uh, paid off. Uh, yeah, I think better than I thought. I was a bit scared maybe not not really scared but but i always had let's say careful yeah careful uh i i maybe i didn't take too too much of a risk 
and and I said to myself, okay, I need at least uh, that number of of, of uh, subscriptions when I go uh, fully independent. Uh, and it was only when I made my mind, okay, I, I really need to to get there, and I, I really need to go for this project, that I started gaining more customers as I made more efforts in in marketing and, uh, and advertising. So uh, yeah, I, I could maybe do it a bit earlier, but I was in the in the comfort position of having having another job. Uh, it was a nice job. It was a good paying job. So I I did not have much reason to uh, to change that. But uh, in the end, it was yeah. all about yeah. I, I wanted to go independent and I wanted to have my okay. own project. So <laughs> yeah. So uh, what I'm gonna say now is gonna sound like a new age mumbo jumbo almost, but in order to grow you need to get out of your comfort yeah, zone yeah yeah sure yeah, sure to, to challenge yeah. yeah so so um tell us you know tell us the solution of yours what's you know sell me this you know this product <laughs> i'm not <laughs> okay, gonna be as easy is... as the as the customer we heard huh? the, the, the almost customer <laughs> okay. uh, uh, um yeah uh firstly uh, you need of course to be uh, an independent uh, uh worker um what what the main selling point is is that uh the application is as easy as possible um and for that i try to listen to every client and see which functionality this client needs and we're going to make sure that that functionality is available but all other functionalities that they not going to use we take it away from the application and they only have the buttons they need the functionality they need and that's how, uh, how we make the, the application very easy to use and that's uh, that's also something i learned in the in the telecom uh, when using for example the the application of of, uh, of proximus uh, our biggest uh, uh, provider here um, it was always uh, a fight to uh, just put in a new client in that system it, it took maybe 10 minutes to to add a new client uh, I really learned there how to not to make an application, and uh, that I took away <laughs> to uh, to to build uh, to build the solution that we have now. Yeah, uh, Jasper. Um, quick question: You say we build. Um, are you still developing? Do you have developers on your team? What, what's the situation there? Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm actually, yeah, when I say we, I, I mean my company, <laughs> which is uh, still a one-person uh, company. Uh, I do have some freelance uh, developers that, that help me out. But for the main part, the development is still uh, doing, I, I still do it myself. Okay. Now I want to jump back to to uh, to what you said. You know, like the the selling part. You said I have I have really good UX because I listen to what the customers want. And I ever remove what they don't use, yeah. right? Yeah. This is <laughs> to me that that's uh, pretty much um, what every software company right now is trying to do. Yes. You know what what what? But in in the books, like in theory, that's what you should do. Yes. But in practice, we see a lot of companies failing and doing that. Mm -hmm. So. Um, can you tell me when you say you listen to your customers, do you literally listen to them when they send you an email saying, hey, Jasper, um, it would be really nice if you had this button or do you use some kind of analytics uh, tools to keep track of what people use and don't use or what they want? 
Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, at least uh, external analytics in uh, financial solution. So I don't use like uh, Google analytics, analytics in, uh, in the application itself. Uh, we do lock, uh, of course, uh, a bit of the movements and, uh, and certainly uh, if there fails uh, something, we, uh, I, I check the locks uh, at least daily. Uh, for the rest, it's uh, uh, emails that the client sent me. Uh, maybe they, they call me. And we also have like an, a forum, an, an, an idea board where uh, clients can put up new ideas and other clients can vote on that ID. Uh, and then uh, I see which one are, are most requested, uh, have the most votes. And I try to implement uh, those functionality first. Matt, to me, this this sounds like a recipe for success. Absolutely, I think it. Um, you know, it it doesn't. Uh, um, with the right input, you, you have good re a, a result, right? So with good input, you have good good output, and this is really definitely uh, all of the um, um, good practices. Uh, so this is uh, really good stuff. Uh, now, for example, um, I want to ask really more. Um, so this information to tell us, for example, uh, our customer is able to see this, right? Is it communicated to them? They can somehow uh, get that feeling. Like, for example, I'm not using external analytics um, in the software. Are they able to get this feeling? Especially now, these days, we hear a lot about privacy and, 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 and terms and conditions are changing in, in, uh, in, in famous uh, apps. Um, mm -hmm. Is that um, also marketed in a sense? Uh, for the analytics itself, it's not, not really marketed. Uh, if, I, if I have some clients who are a bit technical, they can, of course, uh, see it in, in the source. Um, but uh, most of the clients don't really, uh, it doesn't really matter that we do that or not. Um, but uh, for, for issues like that, it's always not a problem until there is really a problem then it's like okay yeah you add analytics and then everybody can see it uh, uh, that's not okay but then it's already too late so you have to make sure you're you're uh, you you, partici uh, you, you know, participate before um, if you take action before there is a problem okay so things like like that uh, like privacy and uh, and of course uh, security is has always been a main point aside from the the, the simple uh, user interface. Okay, and my okay, I want to pick. Yeah, uh, please. Um, uh, do you take also inspiration from uh, the competition or other it may not be competition but other related uh, product to kind of also improve on uh, on the solution you have or not necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. I, I do keep an eye on the competition. I also have uh, co contact with, with some of my competitors. Uh, but mostly it's, it's my, my clients and my uh, audience I listen to. Um, but of course, you, you need to keep an eye out there also on new, uh, new other applications which can uh, add value for our customers. Uh, applications uh, that is used by accountants, uh, application in the bank sector, mm. etc. Um, <clears throat> I have a question. When you uh, talked about um, 
uh, when you talked about security and privacy, um, I was thinking more on a, uh, from a technical perspective. So uh, you said, well, well, for me, the main selling uh, thing of, of my of my application is, is the UX and I listen to the, to the customers and I try to give them like things that really create value. But that's to me abstract. I want to talk more about concrete. What are some of the features that you've built in? And what were the features that you found technically the most challenging? And I'm thinking in terms of security and privacy, like do you accept payments? Do you have connections with bank accounts? Like can you pull in um, uh, uh, banking information? How did that go? Because you're the uh, main developer and coming from, you know, oh, I was just building some static websites to creating secure, private financial transaction software. I want to know what you thought was challenging, what kept you up that night. Yeah, um, the the main uh, the main difference I have between uh, my fact and, and other uh, invoicing software is that we actually have a separate database per client, uh, and that's uh, that's a bit of a technical uh, uh, challenge to to have for every client separate databases, to have the structure the same in all those databases, to have backups uh, that are encrypted of those databases. Uh, and I see a lot of computers, they have one database for all their clients. Uh, when you start with that application, you make uh, like a new invoice, you see in the URL, the ID of the invoice, and it's never one, it's always a very much higher number. So you know you're in one database with all the rest of the clients. Um, and I think from a security perspective, it's much uh, better to have separate uh, databases for each client. So that's uh, that's the main uh, starting point uh, in terms of security. Uh, we also have uh, indeed connections with uh, several banks and uh, accounting software. Uh, to have connections with banks, uh, they uh, already provide much of the of the uh, secure connections between uh, between themselves and and our uh, our software. Uh, so we just have to make sure we use uh, valid certificates. Uh, we we do uh, a good imp implementation of the connection with with all those uh, providers. So basically, uh, my fact can contact the bank, you know, using their API and say for this customer, you know, they'll handle all the, the authentication login, maybe, uh, you know, in Belgium, we have these, these little boxes where you can like, they're like almost like calculators. You can put a bank card in it, like card readers, and you get a challenge, you put it in, it get it creates like a, uh, like a physical token that creates a code. And all of these things um, you are provided by the banking, the, by the banks themselves, but you right. utilize them to create a secure connection. Right, right. Uh, it's also actually not not a, a direct connection to to each bank because if we make a direct connection to each bank, one you have more than ten different banks, so you need to build more than ten different connections, uh, and you need also a, a license from the national uh, bank. Uh, so there are uh, solution providers that build all the connections to every bank. They gather all those uh, things in one connection that we can use. Um, so that's that's uh, how we connect actually to your bank. It's with uh, a middleman, uh, in fact, that gathers all the information 
and sends it right to our to our uh, application. Probably also makes the uh, the legal nightmare of uh, <laughs> directly connecting and being responsible for that connection is also offloaded to a third party, right? Right. Their, right. It's their job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Seems a good decision. I have. And in terms of your I have a question, yeah. actually. Um, so, so far I heard. Um, I'm sorry from if it's change of topic, but so far I heard that uh, I heard invoices, I heard banking. So, which means that someone could probably invoice a client, maybe get a payment, maybe get a payment for the invoice online. Uh, what other things um, does the solution offer? Um, can can someone do the accounting in their uh, handle their accounting or? Uh, can they prepare anything uh, for uh, the tax authority, or what's how far do you go with this uh, with this product? Uh, we go uh, just right up to the accounting, and then we can uh, send all the invoices to the accounting software, which is uh, used by the accountant of our clients. Uh, and they can process uh, it there further for, for the accounting. But we do everything before the accounting that is starting from an offer, for example, which maybe goes to, to a sales order, uh, which goes to a delivery, uh, which goes to an invoice, maybe a credit note, maybe a payment reminder. Uh, we can also have automatic uh, invoices like for subscriptions. Uh, so we do everything that the company does itself right up until the accounting and we make sure the connection to the accountant is also uh, also being set up uh, so they don't have to like before print every invoice put it in a shoebox and go to the accountant that's all uh, in the past uh, since they are using our solution and you support um, uh, an inventory of uh, the customer's product uh, we have a rather simple uh, product. Uh, it's not not yet a full inventory solution. Uh, it's it's actually a thought on uh, our uh, idea forum. So uh, it's probably gonna get uh, gonna be available later on. Okay. Jasper, if I create an invoice and I send it out. Um, <clears throat> And that invoice is paid and my bank is connected to my fact will that status of that invoice be automatically updated uh, if the client uses the right uh, uh, message in the uh, in the payment it will be automatically connected a right message could be uh, a structured message like we use here in belgium it could be the invoice number but if they say, oh, I, I love your programming skills, Errol, thank you, in, in, in that case... <laughs> no, but that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, yeah. maybe you have to, to connect it yourself. But then you see just a list with all the, the transactions that need a connection. And you can then decide, okay, that's for that invoice. Or maybe it's, it's something that's not related to invoicing and you can just uh, ignore that uh, transaction. Hey, who's doing all your graphics work? And, and the reason why I'm thinking about this is because, um, you, you know, you've got this advanced product, right? Um, it, um, it, it does like connecting to banking, matching uh, IDs on invoices, on, on uh, banking statements, updating the status. Um, but you probably also have like uh, an invoice generator, which generates PDFs. 
to send off to the customer, right? Right. And probably, I'm, I'm just guessing here, probably you can do things like change the logo, change the look, change the font, etc. Did you do all of those things? Uh, did you get help from people when you do like things that need to look pretty or do you just do it yourself? Uh, I actually do it myself. I have one template that's uh, that's a bit of a, a one uh, one size fits all <laughs> kind of uh, layout uh, where uh, uh, our clients can put, of course, their own uh, logo on. Um, but f for most clients, they, they like the design because it's just plain simple and, and it's uh, very visual appealing, so, so they like it. But we also have uh, clients they, with uh, their own design or maybe with uh, some papers that are printed before, so they, they need to use that. And then we, uh, we change the layout uh, to match what they want. So that's also a possibility. But uh, we don't have a, a live editor uh, because uh, our clients mostly are not that technical uh, that, that they can use such a, a thing. And once it's set up, it's set up, it's, it's good for, uh, mostly forever. Mostly they don't change the layout. So we do it one time and that's okay. When it needs to change afterwards, we change it uh, and then uh, people can use it again. Yeah. So about your customers, you said, you know, they're not very technical. Mostly. You said mostly. At the beginning of the year, but mostly, <laughs> yeah. You said they're, uh, they're small to medium-sized enterprises. Um, well, your average customer, uh, how many invoices do you think they, uh, they send out uh, per month? I, or what are, what are some outliers? Like, do you have customers who are like, oh, yeah, they send out like thousands of invoices every month versus, you know, the, the people uh, like freelancers, like maybe like, two invoices per month? Uh, we have both. I, I have both uh, of those clients. Uh, there are some, uh, it's it's rather uh, a few clients that, that do actually a very lot of invoicing with our solution because typically when they make a lot of invoicing, they have other systems connected to, to the whole invoicing uh, system and they have like a, a big ERP uh, package uh, at the company so that's uh, that's not uh, really our solution uh, so for the most we have clients between I think 10 and, and 100 invoices a month uh, that's that's a general uh, a general I have a typical client in, in my fact but your subscription rate always remains the same like whether you make one invoice or a thousand invoices yeah you, you yeah, it's the same amount. It's the same amount. Yeah, our pricing is just uh, the. It's, it's depending on the functionality, not on the numbers of uh, invoices of products or, or users. Yes, but your your clients are they just in Belgium or you you is your solution tailored for other other countries? It's uh, it's mostly Belgium uh, because for invoicing you have always local laws for uh, VAT mostly that. Uh, that are a bit different in, in other countries. Uh, I do have uh, actually a few clients in, uh, in the Netherlands as well, uh, but it's, uh, Belgium is certainly our, uh, uh, the main market for, uh, for my fact. Um, we do have also uh, translations available, so the, the invoicing or the application can be used in uh, French and English next to uh, Dutch. And do you see that like a growth um, 
uh, a potential for growth for your product to expand to other um, markets? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think we. Uh, I need to have more foot on the ground in Belgium first. Uh, but certainly, Belgium is not uh, the limit for for uh, for my facts. We, we can certainly move on to to conquer the rest of Europe, for example. Uh, yeah, why not? And what makes you? What will make you feel like I have a good foot in in Belgium? What would? What What are the next steps that you think? <laughs> I hope it's not too uh, I, it's too loaded of a question, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, mostly uh, a good growth, a okay. good growth rate, uh, and uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, once I once we, we we know we have a good functionality and and, and most of the uh, the the big uh, things like the inventory, for example, are uh, available in the application. Uh, we have a good solution. We can go further to outside of Belgium. Yeah. See, my, uh, my so I, um, so Aaron mentioned to you that um, I, um, I worked for um, Intuit. Intuit is the maker of QuickBooks, uh, which has 90% mm -hmm. um, okay. of the US market. Uh, they are mm -hmm. also in England, I think, in Canada. Um, they're not, they were never able to make it in Europe, in my opinion. They didn't mm -hmm. try hard enough, at least, but uh, um, there were some other players here. But the, the mentality, I think, is the big uh, difference. In the US, mm -hmm. uh, every small business, uh, they handle their uh, bookkeeping for themselves. I mean, a person handles their yeah. bookkeeping. So everyone would need a solution. Um, here, it's different. Here, it's like you simply, like you said, the shoebox, you, you stack all the invoices there, and then you, you give them to your accountant. So. Um, now, uh, I think I think hopefully we would see uh, some maturity in, 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 in the business owners where they would do the initial uh, work themselves in which they would need some sort of uh, software to help them. And that helps also the accountants at the end of the day because the accountants could um, could be most, more efficient uh, at what he's supposed to do, not simply encoding uh, invoices. Now we do see, yeah, we see solutions like the OCR and and even uh, things that are added that the accountant have to do now. But one of the the sort of for Intuit, we see it shows clear that um, their their product their product is also sold by the accountant themselves. Meaning um, mm -hmm. they helping the accountants uh, push their software to the small businesses, um, and right. and that's something that's. Um, that's really um, is it's to be considered. Although the, you know, it might some an accountant might at first say, well, maybe I would lose business because the the the, the small business is going to do their own accounting. But that's not the case. Actually, they will facilitate their work, and um, and yeah. Um, so yeah, unless the, uh, the the summary of it in in my eyes is uh, the the shift in mentality for uh, small businesses to start being more active in their numbers. Yeah, yeah. I think what's also a big difference is we have the the VIT rules here in in Europe, which are uh, quite different in uh, in the United States, uh, which also which means you when you don't have an accountant, that's it's. Uh, it's, it's too hard to to do your own accounting uh, actually in uh, in, uh, in Belgium at least because all of all of the different uh, rules you have 
Um, and it's, it's certainly necessary to have the, the accountant on your site uh, as a software solution. And when, you're, when the accountant goes to the client and say, that's a good solution for you, they will, they will always follow the accountant and say, okay, I need to use that because my accountant asks. Yeah. So it's, it's very important to have them on your site. And that's actually also where we get a lot of clients. It's from the accountant of the client. Yeah, uh, it's uh, the, given that your solution is is on the web uh, or online, uh, that's a that's a that's a plus. Uh, that's a definitely a positive thing, huh? uh, because then even yeah. if you tailor your solution to, um, to like two tiers of uh, of markets, one is the accountant themselves and one for um, um, for the end user. Um, or the, we'll call them small businesses for that matter because they have to have a VAT number, um, then you're, you're ready for that. Uh, I mean, I, I, uh, when I, I, mean, I witnessed uh, how uh, QuickBooks was in a time when it was simply literally like you, uh, all, even when the, when the end user, you know, when the small business uh, prepares their books, they would have to save that data in a in a, in a diskette sometime or uh, somehow save yeah. it and take it to the accountant would would upload it and then they would verify everything. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, yeah the 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 laws on VAT uh, those are common everywhere. Um, so yeah, it might be in some countries you have to do more work than other ones, but it remains that the accountant has to double check everything and they would be responsible um, for for uh, whatever they file. But this would be a help. It's a collaboration between the two, um, and I think if um, I think you're on the right track if you are focusing on the accountants, and I also if they are part of um, the, the the selling force, uh, that would help. Meaning, um, I see it. For example, you are on. Um, I, I I did you know my facts uh, on Google, and I see the the yeah. ad uh, the uh, the AdWord. Um, you know, and that could be also uh, some of that could be uh, paid to the accountant, right? If they get no clients, um, so uh, that would be I something to, uh, I, in my opinion, uh, something that would uh, yes. that would help in uh, spreading the uh, getting that <laughs> good hold of of uh, uh, it's, good hold it's, of Belgium. It's actually right. Yeah, it's it's like you say, it's uh, it's very important to have the accountant with you. If the accountant says, okay, that that's not a good solution for me then uh, the client will, will stop with, uh, with yeah. the solution. So yeah. it's very important to have at least uh, the, the accountant with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, <clears throat> I, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, but I think we're running out of time. So I, I want to ask you uh, uh, my final question, uh, Jasper. And um, that is, uh, I, I don't know how you look at yourself, but I think you're basically a success story, you know, like uh, from where you came to, where you are right now, probably where you're headed. Um, especially because in my circles, if I may consider you, you know, part of my circle, um, I know almost nobody who has a product company aside from you. Although a lot of people are aspiring, and you know, I, I know a lot of freelance developers, freelance this, freelance mm -hmm. that. They're always doing other people's works, whereas you, you know, you you're you're doing your own thing. Um, what? Uh, wh which advice do you have for these people? Because, like I said, a lot of people are aspiring to do this. Which advice do you have? Um, what should they, what type of switch or flip mentally should they have to, to do what you did? Well, uh, first of all, you need, of course, a, 
uh, a good solution to uh, to a problem that that still exists. Maybe there are already solutions, but it's not the if you know it's not the right solution for the problem, or it's 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 not uh, usable. Uh, okay, just build it yourself. Try it out with some clients, uh, and if you see uh, a positive reaction for your clients, okay, you have to go for it. And <laughs> um, if if one thing for me, I I, I made my switch too late. I, I waited too long. Uh, I should uh, switched a bit earlier, a few years back in time. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my my given in that. Uh, don't wait too long. Try it out when you feel it's good. Just go for it. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you get. Do I understand you correctly? If I can, I say, find a real problem, not an imaginary problem. Yeah, find a sure. real problem sure. and sure. provide a real solution. Sure, yeah? sure, and and make it very. Uh, uh, usable for your clients. Uh, if if you have to go and and, and say you also need to to buy a, a, um, a cursus uh, to to start with, uh, then it's not the right solution. Uh, when I when I started at uh, at Proximus, for example, uh, the program to uh, to to ask at Proximus uh, for a new internet connection for a certain client at a certain time and date. The, the, um, it was one week of training just to use the application. One week. Oh, uh, <laughs> then you know you, do, you don't have the right application. Um, unless you're... In terms of when you said it, with timing, you said, I, sh I wish I would start earlier, but you know, everything in due time. And if you didn't have this experience, which really imprinted on you, like UX is like really important. Yeah maybe you wouldn't have gotten here so yeah. i think so matt do you have do you have like a a closing question before we let jasper um say goodbye um no i think i asked too many questions so far uh, i'm sure we're gonna talk uh, some more uh, in the future it was really interesting it's uh, there's nothing short of a uh, success story uh, like uh like Errol mentioned. Um, and I think for you to, when you started, for you to jump into sales, I think that was a good thing because the, the developer in you was always there. But the sales aspect, I think it's, it also uh, helps when you try to, um, to run the show, right? So yeah. that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, thanks for much. sharing this information yeah. with us. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Okay, Jasper. Now, um, where can people find you? Where can they find my fact? Uh, of course, they can find it uh, on the uh, internet, uh, or uh, the website is myfacts.be. Uh, and there's always, uh, when you start, it's uh, the first uh, two weeks are uh, free. And you can uh, try out every uh, functionality of the program. Okay. Well, uh, we will be uh, also surfing there um to uh like uh, jasper you and i we both know like i was supposed to switch to my fact uh a long time ago but i'm swamped in work but i'm gonna do it right now like after the, it's a time saver i'm gonna start my <laughs> it's a time saver yes uh, but thank you again uh for um uh doing this with us and who knows we might uh have uh, have you around for a future episode where Matt and you can talk more about the technicalities of VATs and, and <laughs> invoicing, etc. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank, Thank you. you both for being here. Thank you.